Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, welcome back. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, first day of March. First day of March. Is, uh, this year's fucking buzzing by already. Um, was it, yeah, is uh, uh, fe- February just fucking blew by, right? I mean, you know, blink of an eye, you know, uh, pitchers and catchers all reported, <laughs> and I was all, all excited about the uh, optimism of Max Scherzer signing with that big contract with the Mets. So, uh, yeah, optimistic about the baseball season. Uh, it's, it's looking bright and sunny. Nothing could possibly go wrong. What's nothing could possibly go wrong with Major League Baseball? Oh, our man left. He just bailed. I know how fucking funny. I, you know, I was I was setting him up. I was setting him up for a fucking joke, and he just fucking just bails on the show. Right, he just like <laughs> fuck this. I'm out. He's like, who the fuck's this clown? I I, I, was, I, I was getting used to you know Maxie and, and and Phil. Who the fuck's this guy coming back here? Mm. Sex Panther. Panther, are you back? Damn. Okay. Great. Um, it's good to be back, Arch. Arch, I know you missed me. Listen, listen, listen. No one's listening right now. Hey. You miss me the most because of the fact is that I have a stable fucking connection. That's it. I've got a good microphone. That's it. Um, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, a stable stable connection and, and a good microphone um, is the main reason you keep me around. We really ask the highest uh, performance from the show. It's it's like when we're recruiting new people. It's like a checklist. It's like, do you have a stable connection? Maybe. Do you have a good microphone? Maybe. Do you have a personality? No. Okay, you're hired. All right, right. That's, this was that's it. Hey, <laughs> this was not a connection issue or any of that. It's. <laughs> It's one of my best friends who knows damn well between 9 and 9.30, don't call me. At fucking 9.01, he calls me. Like, me and him are going to have to have a damn chat. And I, I couldn't even hit the red button fast enough. But welcome back, Max. We missed you. And uh, look, even without you, Rosie made an appearance. It wasn't even my fault. I know, I know. I, was, I, I felt so fucking bad for Arch yesterday. Uh, like, the, you know how it's like each day the the the, the noose, the inch tighter and tighter. I like honestly that that was like half a foot on that noose. <laughs> Max, what you may or may not know, and I did something I never do. I actually edited a minute of the show out. No fucking way. I did. I did. Wow. That's that possibly could be a first for this show. Mm-hmm. That was always the that was always the I'm not going to sit every day and edit the show. That was my argument for going daily. I, was, I don't want to go daily because I don't want to sit and edit the fucking show. Because I remember what that was like uh-huh. way back uh-huh. in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I did. Well, it for yeah, the first I mean, time. I, I used to I used to edit a, a weekly podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, I never want to go back to that. Like, <laughs> like I'm never going to fucking do it. I, I will say this, you know, the, the three of us have something really good going. I, I enjoy talking to Arch and talking to Max. But when we lose one of us, and it's usually me or Max, we are so fortunate to have guys like Saxy Maxi and now Phil step in. Phil did a 
great job yesterday, Rosie Robot aside. Um, but uh, I, I really enjoyed having Phil on the show, so can't wait to do it again. And given Max a schedule that he gave us, we're going to get more Saxy Maxi and Phil over the next couple of do you know? Do you know that meme with the guy walking with his girl, and he's got his head yeah, turned looking yeah. at the other girl? That's uh, it's Saxy and Panther walking together, but Panther's <laughs> got his head turned towards Phil. He's like, "What?" Oh, man. It's, it's, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah it really is. Phil- Max is going to start getting jealous. I, you know, I already felt a little jealousy or tension in in Twitter in our Twitter chat. Was like, I mean. You know, if you guys need me, I'm available. But I, I understand that you have Phil now, so if, if you don't, if you don't really, I mean, I'm 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 available. If you, uh, you, know, uh, you, you it turns like, into when, Pat when, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I crushed my nuts. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> You know, he felt so bad when he was having like technical issues last week too. Like, I, honestly, I you know, I think he fucking went to get his noose. Like, oh, he I mean, should. We, we don't have nooses, by the way. I'm, I just, I don't want to be, make it clear. Like, I, you know, this is this is not new, a noose exclusive show. We all have nooses tied around our necks on a daily basis. So, I think every man deep down inside is ready to kill himself when the time comes. It's just a matter of just finding that <laughs> distraction for a long enough time before you kill yourself. Like, oh, this- we are that distraction to many men. So you're. You're welcome. You You're go. welcome. We're keeping you alive. You know? That's it. <laughs> oh. What's keeping Kyler Murray alive? I got nothing. <laughs> What's keeping Kyler Murray? Yeah, Kyler Murray. What's keeping him alive? Uh, the search for more money. That's it. Spaceballs 2. Spaceballs 2. The search for more I hope they make a Spaceballs 2, by the way. I would fucking love that. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray, his agent... Um, uh, typed a manifesto, if you will, right? It was, it was very reminiscent of uh, Zodiac Killer at, or, you know... Um, seven. Uh, I was thinking seven. seven. Right. Seven, really right. small yeah, font. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. small font, uh, you know, some fucking weird thumbprints or whatever. Um, <laughs> the gist of it is, and, and no shock here, is that uh, he wants... Kyle, Kyler Murray wants more money, right? I, I think uh, he feels that his performance on the field when he's on the field... Let's let's put a little asterisk there. When he's on the field, he feels that his performance is on par with uh, some of the elite quarterbacks in the league. And, you know, listen, I can't argue that he put up some impressive numbers and he looked really great out there at times. But, I mean, he also had DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Last time I checked, when DeAndre Hopkins was on the field, he was a much better quarterback. When DeAndre Hopkins was not on the field, his number's not as good. Uh, so let's put a pin on that. Uh, so in general, I guess the question, and I guess I'm going to pose the question to Panther is, d- is Kyler Murray deserved of top tier quarterback money in this league? The short answer is yes, but it might, might not be entirely because of his performance. It might just be because this is a quarterback league. There's only a handful of elite quarterbacks and we just did, we just talked about this a couple weeks ago where Derek Carr was like number 10 and just by default might have moved up to number eight uh, uh, as a top quarterback in the league. Kyler Murray is probably top five. Uh, this is a quarterback league and he is one of the elite quarterbacks. Uh, so the way this league is going with, uh, yeah, he's deserving of the money. You know, I'm not even just elite. There aren't 30. Apparently there aren't 32 guys on planet earth that can play quarterback at the nfl level any mm. good at all mm. is that you think maybe that's eight eight nine no maybe 15 16 right that can actually play it well like you know yeah 
Yeah, but there's not well 32. Enough to win a, well enough to win a Super Bowl. Oh, well, then that number right. pro- that number might even shrink. I mean, six. I, I think your eight numbers right. If if the conditions yeah. are correct, if everything goes right, then I think it's probably like eight. Yeah. And, and do we do we think that Kyler Murray is one of those eight? Yes, I think so. If the situation's right, I so right. I, I, I I listen. I, I tend to agree. If if he's healthy, if he's got his full squad. Right is is DeAndre Hopkins is Christian Kirk like uh, even AJ Green whatever he's got that full squad that team was unfucking believable last year the first eight games of the season was was Chargers esque Vikings esque see what I'm doing here I'm, I'm talking about teams that completely imploded in the second half of a season because uh, that's what happened I mean he got he got banged up the moment that Kyler Murray got banged up and they won some games after that too like you remember uh, the ba- Colt McCoy right Colt McCoy came in there won a fucking huge game for uh, the Cardinals last year but the moment that he got injured everything started unwinding for them so does he have leverage oh yeah he's got tons of leverage here but in the same sense you have to start you start have to start weighing like the the fucking scales of justice here right you have to start weighing this shit performance versus health and mental stability. This guy is the Kyrie fucking Irvin of the NFL right now. Maybe not as crazy yet. He's not burning sage in the locker room that I know of. But from a durability standpoint and just a, a you know, the guy fucking quit on his team. Let's, let's, not, let's not fucking forget about that. There was two minutes left and they were losing and he's like, I don't feel like playing anymore. Is that the fucking guy you want to like rally behind and throw a ton of money at? Well, he's got talent, so I guess so. Well, the thing that the other thing that's going to come into play here is the way they're doing contracts and structuring contracts with a pending collective bargaining agreement. Uh, so many different things that can happen. I know you guys have thoughts on that, on you know what they should do about the quarterbacks and how they should be charged against the cap. But if it's the salary cap, quarterbacks are taken up damn near 50%. I mean, that Patrick Mahomes contract is outrageous. Now, it's never going to see the light of day at the end of the tunnel. They know they're going to restructure it after this next CBA, but that's going to play into into the a Kyler Murray deal or a future Justin Herbert deal or any of these young quarterbacks looking to get deals. I think they're either going to have to be okay with taking a two- or three-year contract because you can get paid on that. It's kind of like the Matt Stafford thing, right? You get paid on that. Or not Stafford, Sam Bradford. But you can you can get paid on those, and then you have to renegotiate it once the new CBA is, because there's going to be a whole new set of rules. And right now, I don't think we have the foggiest clue what those rules are going to be. Yeah, I I, I think we talked a little bit about a pre-show. We I think that the the, the Chiefs' plan and and maybe the Bills' plan, maybe maybe rivals are are going to unite on this. Is and it, they've got to figure out a way that the quarterback salary doesn't count against the cap. I know that's a big topic for you, Max. Yeah, I mean, my my my, my stance is I think fifty uh, percent of the quarterback salary should count against the cap. So I, I think um, it cripples teams. It cripples teams to to to, and yeah, you you need to pay the quarterback, right? I mean, that's it's just, all of the rule changes that the NFL made is so the quarterback can succeed. So if you have an elite quarterback, you're going to pay him at minimum what thirty five, forty, fifty million dollars a year. With the way the cap is structured, you can't long-term compete. So that's you know, I said this last year uh, in the Super Bowl. I I was almost 
Almost, not not quite. Rooting for Joe Burrow to win the fucking Super Bowl because that might be the fucking window there. Like honestly, uh, you know, the Bengals have to kind of win on his rookie contract. I feel uh, we saw this with Seattle. We saw this with Russell Wilson. They won on Wilson's rookie contract. What happened is they paid him. Where'd the Legion of Boom go after that? Where'd their running game go after that? Where'd their fucking offensive line go after that? You think that the Bengals have offensive line problems now? Wait until Joe Burrow's one of the most fucking paid quarterbacks in the league. See how that turns out. Did we lose Panther again? Is he gone? I, I wasn't mean, looking at the he's, screen. He's fucking, Jesus Christ. He's getting calls again? Oh, he's a popular fucking guy. Apparently so. Uh, but so I think they need to do something at, at, the, at the quarterback salary cap, uh, uh, you know, range to, to, to help these teams out because... You can't. I, like, the Cardinals can't let Kyler Murray walk. They just can't. No. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? I mean, who the fuck are they gonna get to fill in for him? I don't fucking know. Oh, McCoy, baby. Colt McCoy. Was he seventy? <laughs> Is Colt McCoy seventy? It's probably the last time the Texas Longhorns are relevant too. <laughs> How old is Colt McCoy? He's been around forever. He's been around for a while. I mean, he's, he's probably he's younger than me. Thirty-five. He's thirty-five. Born eighty-six. Yeah, but- wow. A quick aside here. So, so I mean, uh, and, and you guys are older than me. Like, isn't isn't it weird to see like you know women called mature and they're like you know thirty seven? It's like that's mature. Like, so I like I'm older than that. Like, I, you know, I, I, like uh, to m- mature to me now is like you know I guess like Panthers age. Right? Yeah, but you know you're older than that. that but <laughs> you don't want to have sex with a thirty seven year old if an eighteen year old's out there on the market for you, Panther. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, apparently you don't have sex at all. I heard that episode on Sunday, and it's just, uh, you know, yeah, that's brutal. Uh, could you, we just? Uh, no wonder we dropped the sex from your name and just call you Panther because it's like sex- ah, sexless, Panther. sexless Panther. Yeah, that was because I had my nuts snipped. You sit on a frozen bag of vegetables for two months. All right, we're moving on from that shit. <laughs> What else? You guys aren't trapping me. How's this opening going? All right, uh, it's, we probably, it's probably about time to take a break. It's uh, no, are we actually going to do a live read today? Like, am I gonna? Am I gonna do a commercial break? If you want to, if not, we'll just I'll put in it. the programmed ads. It, it didn't work for me yesterday, by the way. There was no programmed ad when you said it. It's just so fucking silly. Oh well, got to got to leave yeah. the window open. <laughs> you got to do it. Hey. Let's talk about OddsJam, developed by Stanford engineers. OddsJam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Fastest real-time data spots discrepancies between different sportsbooks. Helps users like you, yes, you, place profitable bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. If you use the link in our description, get used to winning with OddsJam. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. 
You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, NBA. Let's see. Uh, I got two games in the NBA. You do have two. Archie struggled with one. Panther, you've got two. I got two. All right. So I talked to the uh, Golden State Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, It's it's you, Wolves. You you got a solid win yesterday over Cleveland. You called that one, right, Panther? You had that one? Uh, I did have that one. You had that one, yeah. Uh, Now they're returning home, hosting a Warriors team. that um, This team is banged up, and they're just not playing dominant basketball right now. They've lost three out of the last five. Uh, No James Wiseman, no Draymond Green, no Klay Thompson. Andre Iguodala is out today. But they've got this guy. I don't know if you heard of him, Steph Curry. He's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Minnesota played very well at home this season, but... He's, you know what freaks me out is, is they ran into that buzzsaw, that Embiid hardened buzzsaw last week and just got blown out at home. So this is a team that can play well. Do they consistently play well at home? Not, not, not really. So I'm not going to be shocked if the T-Wolves get the win today. I mean, look at the line. It's indicative that they, they could win this game. I just don't think they do. I think the Warriors go on the road and get a road win today. So a $10 money line bet on the Golden State Warriors. I'm on this game, but I'm on the opposite side. I don't like the way the Golden State Warriors are playing. They are banged up, and as great as Steph Curry is, he just can't carry this team all by himself. They're not getting the production out of guys like Wiggins and Jordan Poole, and they're really lacking in the rebounding category without Wiseman and Draymond. So Carl Anthony Towns, the three-point god that he is, can also bang inside the middle. I think Minnesota at home, this has been, to me, the surprise team of the year. I'm really starting to get on board with these T-Wolves. I like them at home, so give me 10 bucks on Minnesota. All right. Man, this is one that's tough to call. Um, I'm seeing you can get Warriors plus a point and a half right now if you want it. That's unbelievable. I don't know what to make of it. Warriors opened up minus two, so clearly everyone's moving the line Panthers the way Panther thinks. I'll lean the Warriors here. I'm not touching this one. Now Vegas agreeing with Panther here. Dallas and Los Angeles. Uh, Lakers have not been playing well lately. In fact, um, they haven't been playing well all season. Had that embarrassing loss. Did you guys see that one against the Pelicans a few days ago? <laughs> oh my God, that was embarrassing. Uh, they've lost seven of their last 10 games. Dallas, of course, coming off of a nice win over the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Luca had 34 points and 11 rebounds in that one, but he only had two assists and nine turnovers. The difference here is you guys know who number one in defensive efficiency in the league is? It happens to be the Golden State Warriors. Do you know who number 16 is in the league? That is the L.A. Lakers. This is a team that was number one in uh, defensive efficiency last year. They were number four in defensive efficiency the previous year. They are not playing defense this year. Uh, They're not going to have Anthony Davis out there. Stat stuffer LeBron James is listed on the injury report, though he should play. It, it kind of feels like a game that the Lakers are going to come out and win, quiet the media. LeBron fucking puffs it out his chest and say, see, we're, we're putting things together. It kind of feels like one of those games. But every single statistic says that Dallas is going to win here and cover this one. So a $10 money line bet on the Dallas Mavericks. I really wanted to bet this one, but 
the Lakers, okay, so they got their asses handed to them by the Pelicans. But before that, all their other games, their losses were really close. And I kind of expect LeBron to show up today and and not cower and start pointing fingers at his teammates and start getting in verbal altercations with fans. I'd like to see him shut up and just play the damn game, but we know that's not LeBron. I think Dallas gets the win. I The part I had the problem with was the five and a half. I think the Lakers cover the five and a half. So I'm going to lean L.A., but they're in the fuck the Bucks ter- territory. I'm not touching anything they do. <laughs> I'm leaning the Mavericks here in this one. Uh, it's five and a half now. Some people even have it at six. So, I mean, that's where all the momentum is. I do think the, the Mavericks should win, should cover. You know, I need those three keys to turn, and I only have two turning, and one's like I broke it off in the lock. So, no go here. Lean the Mavericks. Got to call yourself a locksmith there, buddy. I do. It's pretty bad. <laughs> It's happened, it happened yesterday, too. He's just fucking he's on, on the WD Timberwolves. 40 or something. On the Timberwolves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's it for me, uh, Mr. Panther. What do you got? One more game. Let's t- take a look at our second favorite team to shit on. The Brooklyn Bets are going to Toronto. And you have that little conversation. Well, Kyrie can't play home games. He can play road games. Except when you're in Canada. He can't play there either. So Toronto's at home. We got no Durant, no Kyrie, no Ben Simmons, no chance in hell. I think the eight and a half, it feels like a lot, but Brooklyn has shown they have every possible capability of losing by 20 or more. I'm going to lay the eight and a half and bet on the Raptors. Quick aside here, by the way, just just talking about this. uh, So in in New York, uh, opposing players, if they're not vaccinated, can play the games, right? Is that the dumbest thing ever? I'm going to get to this in a minute, though. So uh, about a week or so ago, the Brooklyn uh, Nets were the road team against the New York Knicks. Shouldn't have Kyrie been allowed to play? Right. Like, think about that. Like, he was an opposing road player. He should have been able to play in Madison Square Garden. So, again, just kind of goes to show you how fucking... (laughs) weird these goddamn rules are and and no thought actually put into it um and so this is sadly i guess me kind of supporting Kyrie in some fucking weird universe um but yeah he's he's not out there tonight and, and we see the difference when he is out there this team can actually fucking play I, like I, I joke that you know he's he's this generational talent he's fucking good he's a great basketball player he's got 10 screws loose in his brain, but he's a great basketball player. And without him, without Durant, I, I just don't see this team, you know, being able to be competitive. Um, I, I think eight might be a tad bit too many points for me to love here, but anything can happen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean Toronto here. I mean, it's, 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 it's close without Kyrie out there. I can't bet it though. So uh, just moral support lean on the Raptors. Yeah. I, 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 the Raptors kind of priced me out with this line shift at eight to eight and a half. I do think they probably win. They probably cover, but I, I can't lay the eight, eight and a half in this game. Uh, but all the momentum's on your side, Panther, with this line opening at four. I like being on the side that Vegas agrees with. So uh, light day, unbettable day. Those are the only two NBA games I have. Good Lord, and I have one, and I hate it. Let's. We are going to Washington. The mm. Pistons are coming to town, <clears throat> uh, but they're Washington's going to win. I think. I think they can cover the two and a half. It opened at five and a half, which was too many, but now it got priced down to two and a half. So I'm on the wrong side of the momentum. Mm. Everyone must be hammering Detroit. I I don't care. I. 
It's the only play I can make. I don't like it. I'll put 10 bucks on the Wizards. Yeah, I'll lean Washington here with you. I'm, I was in a similar boat where, uh, I, you know, money line wise, it like it, it, I had the implied probability to bet Washington, and I still have the implied probability to bet Washington. I just did not like anything I saw about this, and and you know, it, it's funny too. Is like Panther was uh, on the Sunday show talking about teams that they're bad, but they kind of haven't waved that white flag. Orlando is one of them, right? Try to see what they have with Mark Markel Fultz. I I kind of put Detroit in that boat. They really haven't just rolled over and said, "Hey, we're going to tank for the rest of this year." So dangerous fucking team, uh, Washington, of course, without you know any anything out there as well. Uh, I will lean Washington with you here, but yeah, I cannot bet this one. You know, I looked at this game and I was le- I was leaning Detroit. They just played last week. Detroit got the better of the Wizards. Um, if I asked you who is the best player on the court is going to be, is it Kyle Kuzma? Is Kyle Kuzma the uh, the two teams like Kyle Kuzma, Kate Cunningham is what I came up with. I think Detroit's got more depth. Uh, I like their starting unit better with Cunningham, Jeremy Grant, uh, they, these guys. I just I I couldn't get to a side. I was leaning Detroit, but man, I I can't bet the shit show. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, another one that has a really significant line movement is Max's Celtics. Here they were four and a half. Now they're seven, seven and a half. Now Max Celtics, wow. are they going to roll tonight? I don't think so. I've I've only got them winning by about three points. So um, the, there must be some kind of injury or something on the Atlanta side that that is uh, the, that's making this go. Um, you know, Celtics kind of coming off that really fucking embarrassing loss. Uh, who is it to the Pacers? The Pacers kind of fucking beat their asses. So you know, um, this is still a team that when they play their best basketball, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. How often can they play their best basketball consecutively? Well, apparently, you know, nine games in a row because then they shit the bed against Detroit and <laughs> shit the bed against the, uh, the Pacers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there must be an injury on the uh, on the Atlanta side. Um, you know, we'll probably check into that. That's where I would think because uh, I look, I like the way Boston's been playing. They've shown that when they were a pretender, I think we really had a lot of questions about them. They've really put it aside, been playing some of the best basketball in the league. But if Atlanta were healthy, where I know John Collins is still out, but this line movement suggests that maybe it's Trey Young. And I haven't heard anything. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen that, anything. It's, it says it's. I mean, Lou Williams is the only other guy. But I'm not seeing anything. He's a Young non-factor. Right. Yeah, I, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing. I don't. I don't get it. Unless Mattress Mac put three and a half million dollars on. I don't know what's going on. So uh, <laughs> I'll lean the Celtics, but I, that line priced me out. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Let's head over to the ice. What do we got? Uh, let's start with this Edmonton and Philadelphia game. Uh, Connor McDavid and his Edmonton squad continuing their road trip in Philly tonight. Oilers have not had a fun road trip so far. They played Florida, Tampa, and Carolina. I, that That is like one of the worst road trips you can do in the league. Like having to go through those three. So a little bit of a reprieve tonight for uh, playing a Flyers team that has won three games since December 30th. Sounds bad. Just, I, that's pretty bad. That's pretty fucking bad. Uh, one of those wins came uh, just in their last outing. So if you go back through the entire season, they've only won two games in a row five times. So, I mean, this is not a team that wins a lot of games in a row. I think the Oilers get the win today. And if they don't, they should just fucking pack it up for the year. A- any playoff hopes that they have, <laughs> if they fucking lose to the goddamn Philadelphia Flyers tonight, they should just call it a season. $10 bet on Edmondson. 
Hey, now the Eastern Conference is a juggernaut. Edmonton don't want none of that Eastern Conference. That's that's where they're getting all those L's. I thought the Flyers were going to – they started off pretty decent, but they have so backpedaled. It, it's hard to get any support here. I really could have made an argument for this line to be worse than it is. Um, so I, I guess – from my point of view, there's probably value in taking the Flyers, but I don't trust Edmonton, honestly, and I hate Philadelphia. So I'll lean Philadelphia at home with the points. Yeah, what's that? The minus 160, what is that, like 61%? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's about 61%. Yep. 61%, yep. man. Yeah. I got a 63. Well, I think you can argue that it might be 7 out of 10. Edmonton should yeah, win. Maybe. Oof, yeah, maybe. so yeah, let's go Edmonton. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk uh, Minnesota Wild. Calgary Flames heading into town. Uh, Wild returning home. They went one and three on their road trip, uh, and now they get to fucking face the red hot Calgary Flames. You know, other than that blip against the Canucks uh, about a week or so ago, Flames have just been absolutely unbeatable. Just ask Minnesota. <laughs> it was a few days ago. The Flames put up seven goals on the Wild. Uh, we know Minnesota is still a dominant team at home, but man, it is so fucking hard to fade the Flames right now. Uh, $10 bet on Calgary. Complete agreement here. I, I like Minnesota at home, but the way Calgary's playing on both sides of the, the ice, right? The offense is scoring, the defense is playing great defense and goaltending. I don't know how you fade the Flames here, and you're getting what, an even line, plus 105 thereabouts, unless it's moved since I wrote it down. Uh, I'm with Max on this one. I love the Flames. Ten bucks on Calgary. Looks like minus 105 is the best one we're going to find for the Flames. Alrighty. That's 51.5%. So <clears throat> okay. That is it for me. Panther, oh, you got God. one more for us, right? I do have one more. Let's look at Carolina going to Detroit. There you're talking about murderer's row for some of these teams. Detroit hasn't had it easy either. They get to come home and play a Hurricanes team that we know how great they are at home. But this team's pretty fucking good on the road, too. The line, to me, seems suspiciously low. Now, maybe that's respect for Detroit, who has been decent at home. But I think when you go mano a mano, this should not be close. Carolina is just the better team, the deeper team. Uh, so I'm loving the Hurricanes. I'm going to put $25 because Ooh. of that line. 25 on the Hurricanes. Would you say that this line should maybe be minus 250, Panther? <laughs> maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah, because that's where it opened at from what I can see here, and it's mm -hmm. shifted down to minus 220, which is, is a little suspicious. I, I, yeah, uh, Carolina should win. Detroit can be dangerous at home, though. Uh, if you're looking at implied probability for me at the, the – it says minus 250 is perfect. Um, so I do have the implied probability at minus 220 to bet Carolina. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, something seems a little off in this one. I'm sure you're safe, Panther. I'm sure you never jump into a fucking trap in the NHL ever in the history of this podcast as it ever happened. So I think you're 100% safe here. Moral support, lean on Carolina. Yeah, I'll lean Carolina too, but that, that line movement, that 30 cent shift does kind of worry me, you know, 250 down to 220. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Maybe this is a Red Wings chicken chip play. Mm, maybe. This is the downfall of doing these this show, show so early. Is you know we we don't get to we just don't get to see the movement. I, this damn thing's gonna be like minus one ninety by the time they drop a puck. I've never uh, heard her say that before. By the way, I've never heard it say, "Oh, the downfall of us doing an early show." I've that's the first time I've ever heard that. 
Right. It's it's uh, <laughs> first time I I come to you with with obvious traps and obvious statements. That that's my you know my my contribution to the show. All right. I'm done. Okay. Uh, Iceberg says Calgary. Oh, uh, Iceberg says Calgary Flames money line. Boom. Likes that. And look at that. He likes the Red Wings plus one and a half. Mm, plus there you Fucking go. Fucking fuck. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. What do we talk about today? Kyler Murray. Is mm-hmm. he an interdimensional light being? Maybe not. But he's, he's on the right path. Talked about the NBA. We talked about the NHL. Max, that is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, hopefully you don't get a phone call because it's almost 930. Take us home. Square, two in one show. What the hell? Uh, Panther parlay time. Let's get out of here with a parlay of the Toronto Raptors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Calgary Flames. Looks like at least we got some agreement on Calgary. We'll put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. That's all. Make some money, fools. It's plus 209 now. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.